Welcome, friends, and thank you for listening in on another conversation here on the Star City Podcast, where you can always hear interesting stories about life, family, work, and faith. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and I'm here with our special guest, Dr. Tim Dowdy. Tim pastored for 31 years the Dynamic Eagles Landing First Baptist Church in McDonough, Georgia, and now is the lead strategist for the Pastor Wellness Program of the Georgia Baptist State Convention. Tim, it's good to have you back with us again here at Star City. Brian, thanks for having me. It's just a joy to be here. It's been a great day already. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Now, you and your wife, Christy, have been married for uh, how many years? 39 years this December. Wow. And and together you have a son, Micah. He's married to his wife, yeah. Kelly, and two grandsons, Wyatt and Jack. That is correct. Well, Man, what a blessing. Oh, boy. I can tell by the smile on your face right now <laughs> as you talk about them that yeah. they indeed are in every way. And they'll lead to some great sermon illustrations, too, in the future, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Some some they'll be excited about and some they won't, you know. <laughs> well, when they're young, you don't have to ask for permission, that's right. so that's okay. Tim, our friendship goes all the way back to when we were neighbors across the hall at New Orleans Baptist Seminary. And, you know, I'm looking forward to our conversation today because after facing a global pandemic, which I might add, we're still not totally be past yet. Americans everywhere felt that everywhere we turned, we were faced with uncertainties. And in many ways, we still are, aren't we? Oh, no doubt. Um, you know, the, the, I think the, way, the reason it caught us off guard is we've seen pandemics in movies, but none of us had really seen that in life. And so when they started talking on the news about that kind of event taking place, caught everybody off guard, not just um, politicians and those that leading governments, but just the average person. And it really unsettled life because of the alteration of routines and the workplace and at home and schedules. Um, uh, we saw it all over. We saw the stress yes, manifest itself and division among families and in neighborhoods and in cities. And um, boy, it was devastating. It was very tough time. You know, Tim, as Christians, as as ministers, it doesn't take a pandemic, unfortunately, to make us feel uncertain and unsettled in our mm. lives. You've been ministering to people like that, really, all of your ministry uh, at Eagles Landing and even before. What are some of the other things that can create this sense and feeling of anxiety and uncertainty in our lives, and maybe even in our faith? Yeah, you know, it doesn't take a pandemic. In fact, the truth is, um, there were a lot of unsettledness in the hearts of people long before the pandemic. Yes. Yet when it came, it had such uh, it was was such magnitude that we just saw it in a lot of places and heard it a lot more. But it, it could be uh, a dissatisfaction with life, how lives turn out. It could be uh, um, a relationship that's gone sour, a decision that didn't work out like you planned. Um, looking into the, your future, not uh, understanding where you're to go, what you're to do. Um, and all of those things can produce an unsettledness. And, you know, to give you an easy example of how many, uh, how people can identify this is you lay in bed at night, can't sleep. Not because you're not sleepy. It's because you're unsettled. Your, your soul's mm. not at rest. Your mind won't rest. You can't stop it because you're either trying to solve a dilemma from the past or a dilemma of the future or something that you're sitting in that very day. Boy, that is so true. And that's common for yes. a lot of people. Yes, and, and I think we've all been there at one time or another. I know I certainly have. 
You know, sometimes a person can feel literally quite trapped and hemmed in by fearful and frightening possibilities of circumstances that really, they're beyond their control. As you and your team work with others in encouraging a wellness attitude and lifestyle, which Mm. is part of your goal, what are some of the repercussions that uncertainty tends to produce in our lives that have a negative effect upon us? Uh, well, they're, they're so numerous. For example, bad decision-making. Because it, when you're unsettled and there's, things are uncertain, you try to grasp. It's like being in uh, quicksand. You're trying to find something that's concrete. So you just reach for whatever. So people make decisions about jobs and their family and where they're going to live just grasping for some place of certainty, somewhere where they can get a grip. And oftentimes the decisions didn't need to be made. It was just a desperate attempt for some settledness in their life. Um, you know, um, diet you, problems, stress problems, health, physical health problems because of uncertainty. So all, all those things are... You know, and, and uncertainty and fear and anxiety really kind of all go together. And sometimes oh. people can have the opposite effect and instead of running from it, which making a poor decision oftentimes uh, is the genesis of, it. they freeze. Yeah. They, they become, become paralyzed. Paralyzed, absolutely. That and, is true. Which can lead to depression, can Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that does happen. Um, you know, people aren't um, robots, so our personalities, when we get those feelings resonating in our hearts, will produce all kinds of bad um, repercussions and behaviors and decisions, uh, whether it's running off and making bad decisions or just not making any. Mm. Well, well, Tim, the good news is, and, and this is what I want to get to the thrust of our conversation today, is that every Christian has divine resources to help them in dealing with life's uncertainties, don't they? What are some of the certain things that we as believers should remember to count on when uncertainty confronts us? That's a great question, and I love it because I, I think it just comes right out of Scripture. Um, I love the book of Philippians. It is um, a book that talks a lot about joy, and um, it's it's interesting. Paul's circumstances aren't joyful to most people when he's writing this, but he writes a lot about joy in this book to believers to deal with the circumstances. The truth is we're all going to have storms. This pandemic is not the last one that we'll face. It's not that we're inviting. We're just knowing that the reality of them. Um, but I'm reminded of Corey Tim Boom that said, you can't feel the strength of the anchor unless you feel the stress of the storm. Yes. What so a when great the storms word. come, storm. what she said was, it's not a mystery to us believers. The settledness that we're looking for and the certainty we're looking for comes from Jesus, our relationship with the Lord, the God of this world that made everything that is and holds our life in his hands. And I love Philippians 4. I'll just walk through this quickly because I think Paul really gives us the secrets here. He says, rejoice in the Lord always, and I'll say it again, rejoice. Now, um, he's in chains and he's writing about rejoicing. That's that's uh, awesome to me. But it reminds us that the love of God gives us joy. Regardless um, of circumstance. Regardless of circumstance. Yes. Um, and then down in verse 5, he says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. There's a lot of theological debate about what at hand means, but we do know this. The Lord is present. His presence gives us comfort. Even our most unsettled circumstances, he's with us. 
And that, man, that is so comforting to know that God does not abandon us in difficult times. He is never absent. He's always with us. And then uh, the sovereignty of God gives us security. He says, do not be anxious about anything. Now, to just be completely transparent, I'm still working on that one. About not being anxious about (laughs) about anything. (laughs) But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And he's just reminding us, I love the way he puts thanksgiving right in the middle of that before there's ever an answer. When you're making your request to God, give thanks. God is still in control and you can trust him. And that gives us a sense of security. And then in verse six and seven, he says, um, that whole be everything by prayer and supplication, give thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and let the and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The promises of God give us peace. Think about that. The peace of God, which surpasses our understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. When I get anxious and worried and um, uncertainty overwhelms me, my heart falls into my stomach. My mind won't stop racing. God knows us best. And he says, he'll guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And then verse 8, the truth of God gives us certainty. He tells us, think about whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And the very end, verse 9, he says, practice these things and the peace of God will be with you. Amen. We can't produce that peace on our own, but we can't settle the storms on our own. In fact, we can't even remove the uncertainty. Most people think the way to resolve this is remove the uncertainty and then I'm good. But oftentimes we can't do that. I have no control over that. Again, going back to Corten, boom. She said, never be afraid to trust an uncertain future to a certain God. Mm. And that's good. What a beautiful word that so, is. We may have an unknown future. Things may be unsettled all around us, but we know the Lord. He is still God. He has no rivals. And uh, he holds us in his hand. Yes. That's where that sense of, security and comfort and certainty come from, our relationship in Him. I go back, I mentioned this in the last podcast, but in the 23rd Psalm, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul, he says in that verse. And I think sometimes we read past that because there's so many great images in that Psalm. Um, But we shouldn't forget that. He's the settling factor in our lives. He's the anchor for our souls. He's the one that we can lean on when everything else is falling apart. In fact, going back to the imagery uh, of a song, uh, on Christ the solid rock I stand, Mm. all other ground is sinking sand. Well, a lot of times we're living and there's a lot of sinking sand. Yes, there is. And in the midst of it, Christ is still the solid rock. Mm. So, um, what a wonderful word. Those are those are great encouragements and certain encouragements, Tim, that we can count on because God gave them to us in his word. So, Tim, what is the big takeaway from our conversation today about how to find certainty in the midst of so much uncertainty? It's what we already know. Christ is our confidence. Our confidence rests in him. Our trust ought to, ought to end, begin and end with him. He is our hope in the midst of uncertain times. Yes. And, uh, and we can trust him. Um, so my encouragement to believers walking through this season or other seasons that may be like it in the future is in those intense times of uncertainty when it seems like every um, thing nailed down is coming up around you. 
Immerse yourself in your relationship with God. Spend more time in prayer, more time in the word. You read this book, you hear his voice. Listen to his voice. Let him hear yours and let him produce that sense of certainty in your own soul. Amen to that, my brother. Friends, I hope you've been encouraged today by our conversation with Dr. Tim Dowdy. And remember, no matter how uncertain things may seem, when you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then you can always be certain that in Him, you will have everything you need to see you through it. Thank you again, Tim, for being with us today on Star City. Please say hello to Christy for us and safe travels, my friend, as you make your way back home to Atlanta this evening. It's been so good to have you with us today. Well, friends, thank you for joining us here again on the Star City Podcast, located right here in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Southwest Virginia. That's all we have time for today's episode. I'm Brian Smith, and I hope you'll join us again next time for Star City. And please don't forget to live each day by His grace and always for His glory.